How's it going, Evan? It's going good. We're back in studio. In studio, I like indeed. saying in studio so we don't say <laughs> your living room. <laughs> We're not back in front of Brian's window in his living room. Yeah. Uh, correct. We are back in studio for episode 73 of EDH Wrecked. The podcast about finite, finite commander. commander and hating on other things. Mostly other things. Yeah, they're, they're, we've expanded beyond, I feel... Uh, lab man in Thassa's Some, Oracle. Someone asked me, uh, they'll know who we are, who he was, uh, if we had like a code to like support the channel on like a, you know. Oh, he did, yeah, yeah, And yeah. I was like, I don't think we tell people to buy stuff enough to ever actually <laughs> get a code. I think anyone who listened would be like, you just tell people not to buy stuff. Why would we ever support your channel? <laughs> Why would we ever buy anything you recommend? All you guys recommend is like Martyr's Cause and things like that. Good uh, feel free to jump over to Star City Games. And, no, just, <laughs> uh, we don't have a support code. Uh, yeah, so we're here bringing you our 73rd episode. Sure. Uh, I Just before you hit record, I thought, what episode number are we? I believe it's 73. I thought we're gonna, we were like 80. We're going to go with 73. Sure. Uh, I'll, we'll look it up later some way mid-through. But, uh, Whatever number we want. That's probably do. our record, though, for introductions. Like That was an immediate introduction. Yeah, well, right look, to the point. The two episodes ago, we, we fumbled it pretty bad. <laughs> we so. dropped the ball a little. We dropped the ball. Uh, uh, we're going to talk about, uh, I guess, what everyone's been talking about for a while. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not all the announcements that came out today, so people oh, know that'll, we're recording. That'll be another episode. That'll uh, be another episode Because I barely sure. had time to actually look it up. We're going to talk about Rule Zero. Um, I think I teased this. Uh, you've been wanting to get a guest on, but I think he's yeah. Like, things have just gone, haven't been working out. Gone fishing. I think we'll, uh, most of the time. We'll work into that episode. So sometime. we'll get to that. I may believe at the end you suggest that one. In my head, we are doing rule zero, so I win this one. Even though I think you suggest you win the topic. this round, Evan. <laughs> you win this round. Um, but uh, yeah, we're going to talk about rule zero. Uh, how, I guess. What it we, means. What it means, uh, where we butt up against it. Uh, we don't butt up against it a lot because no. we're, we're pretty strict on house rules. Um, and that sort of allows us to not deal with that. So we'll talk yeah. about that a little bit more. Um, but also talk about sort of one reason we haven't been playing at our, <laughs> our, our local <laughs> game store is because yeah. Yeah. Uh, th- there's, anyway, rule zero is they're apparently making it work. But we'll, we'll talk more about that uh, yes. when, we, when we get that far. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, for anyone who doesn't know, rule zero isn't a real rule. No. Just like apparently the commander rules aren't real, um, because people like to ignore them. <laughs> uh, and, and we'll get into that more. Uh, but it's essentially just the philosophy of magic, which I believe as we looked philosophy at, of uh, command. sorry, the philosophy of commander, which we looked it up is essentially, uh, I think the broken down version is, uh, don't play games you don't want to play. Yeah, kind of thing. So you don't ever um, have to play a game of Commander. Yeah, you don't want and, to play. And it comes a little bit from the fact that Commander isn't like a sanctioned format with tournaments, even though we talk all <laughs> the time about running tournaments. Um, the it's thing not is set that way, so it's not supposed. It's supposed to be you sitting down with your friends. Yeah. So therefore, you know, recognize that you're sitting down with your friends and. If you guys want to crush each other uh, in, yeah. in 20 minutes, then fine. That's what's fun for you. Uh, but don't inflict it on your friend who just came in to yeah. play casually. And, and our our tournaments, we rule zero them already. And we'll get, in, well, I'll get into that later. Yeah, we, one thing I want to talk about eventually here is the difference between uh, rule zero and house rules. Yes. We essentially set up a bunch of house rules, which stop the need for rule zero. Yes. Because... Uh, you can't really run into problems because the house rules sort of set the tone. Yeah. 
Um, but Rule Zero is it's it's becoming more of a thing. Uh, it's being pushed as a sort of a discussion you should have before you play a game. And I think that there's a confusion um, there in the community at large, especially the content creation community. Uh, that's not what Rule Zero is. Yeah, this is know? coming from the fact that you've watched too many people play games. Yeah, and you've been like, I don't. I don't like the these talks and the way they mention so, it. I so want there, to talk about it myself. There's there's a there's a relatively new YouTube channel out there. It's very popular at the moment. It's very good. I like it. Their, I've watched, their banter's pretty good. I've watched two of them and yeah. they their I mean, game was, style isn't where I'm at, but like they get along I, yeah. well. It's the yes, kind of table I, I like. It. I enjoy you it. know, where they're just shooting the shit with each other. We've talked about it on our Discord channel. Uh, I really don't like to throw out any names during the show, but yeah, no, we don't. People who people who know <laughs> we, we who follow YouTubers would know, know what we're talking about. about. Uh, but they always have what they call the Rule Zero conversation. But it's not really a conversation because most of their episodes they're playing at such a high level of deck right. that that conversation doesn't need to happen. Well, see, that's that's the thing is that Rule Zero is really for if you're sitting down to play against new people. Or people you don't know. Or people New you people don't to know. you. You go wander into your local game store, and someone's yes. got a deck, and you're like, do you want to play a game? And then you go, okay, now we have to have a conversation. But if you invite me over to play with two other people, and we've been playing together for four years, we don't need to have this conversation. That conversation because, doesn't happen. Because we, we know yeah. what to expect. Um, it's So it is weird on, on sort of watching a channel when they have it, because they've obviously had this conversation already. They yeah. go, when you come on the show... We're gonna play something like this, so so that it's not lopsided. Do the same thing, and then they'd have to like fake a conversation. Now that I don't think that that <laughs> show actually has that conversation. It might not now because they you watch one of their episodes in particular. They play like three games in a row because one guy just goes the shit oh, off yeah. on the rest of them. <laughs> but I, I was thinking that uh you know when I when I watch the ones of like you know sometimes someone's coming out and you're like what's the timeline? Oh, there's 40 minutes left. Yeah, this is gonna whiff. Yeah, 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 yeah like 100. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the time slightly it's it's like. You know, a complaint in a, like you know a movie and books and stuff is that you always know when the ending is. Yeah. So yeah. you can't really fake anyone. Else. Well, one of the big things <laughs> is always like the I believe I can't remember what comedian talks about in their skit where they talk about the fact that the first guy caught in law and order is never the guy that did right, the crime. Yeah. Right. Like <laughs> if it's 15 minutes into the show, that's not the rapist. Like that's you know yeah, like the show SVU just didn't catch yeah. the guy <laughs> because there's not going to be 30 minutes of pancakes and coffee. But they. Uh, that, and that's the same with these. I mean, some of the podcasts do actually have that. From what I've heard, that some of the games on YouTube well, that's kind have of disclaimers. If they, they play say, like, one or two games, because then then you'd be like, well, there's a bunch. Of, oh, no, they actually did win. What's, what's yeah, actually yeah, going to yeah. happen so here? I watched one episode where they, I believe they played three. Yeah. And because one guy won two in a row immediately with his deck, just bam, bam. That's actually really cool. <laughs> and, yeah. And, but they just jawed as they went. Yeah. And so, but a rule zero conversation, to, in my mind. My definition of it is you sit down, like you said, with people that you don't know or people that you don't yep. know well. Yep. And you say, like, what are you playing today? Yes. And they say, well, I'm going to play this. And I'm like, all right, well, I got something to match that. Like, it wouldn't be for me to look to beat you. It would be to me put you at your power level. Yes. And though uh, I have a rule here. Okay. Stop mentioning numbers. Just be done with it. Yes. Don't. Uh, people no, are don't, talking don't, about don't, it online. No. There's no. a little bit more hate, but people keep still doing it. The power level scale is garbage. It is. Stop using it's it. Trash. We've been saying it, it's I think, trash. since we started that we yep. never understood it. I'm now at the point of like, I do not care. It is absolutely useless. Yeah. Just say it's seven. It's, it's, it's always, it's always seven. seven. 
So, so it's pointless. Don't bother because yeah. the interpretation's all wrong. No one's going to understand it. Um, so instead, you've got to sort of, you know, th th it's, it's weird because there's talks of like, well, how many infinite combos do you have? What's your play style? That can get a little bogged down. We talked about this like two episodes ago. It yeah. might actually be easier just to be like, what's the price point of your deck? Yes. Yeah. How and much does your like, deck cost? Uh, like 200 bucks. You're like, well, okay, I got a pretty good idea what I'm up against. Yeah. Um, I can sort of adjust to that. And they're like, it's $10,000. You go, okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, especially now <laughs> we're sort of. Do you have a cheaper deck <laughs> I can play against? We're sort of commander sort of dominating the market for card prices. It's very easy to say. How much is your deck? It's eight hundred dollars. All right. Yeah, even a it's ball. It's a good card, deck, yeah. right? Like we did this thing at the start of the year where we found out our decks were worth more than we thought. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. like we would have been somewhat close in the range. I might have said six hundred bucks and I discover it's a thousand. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, I'm yeah. Somewhat close. I wouldn't have said four thousand. I would have said two hundred. Yeah. Um, but you know, you people probably have somewhat of an idea, um, and that'll probably get you closer. It'll um, it'll definitely get you closer than some arbitrary power number that is because different. Six in my mind is yes. not six in yours because your play group <laughs> but, plays at a higher value. But seven hundred dollars should mean the same to both people. Yes, <laughs> as long as you're both from the same country. Uh, sure, yeah. Because a seven hundred dollar deck in America is going to outpower my seven hundred dollar deck by thirty percent. About <laughs> true, true. <laughs> um, but yeah, so. Those and if they go, it's a thousand because it's all foiled out. Then you go, okay, well, I can figure out. The I can figure out the on conversion that on that. But it's pretty garbage if it's foiled out a thousand bucks. Yeah, yeah. Depending on the if it's like a five color foiled out deck, that's a thousand bucks. Yeah. If it's a foiled out mono red deck, thousand bucks probably got some gas in it. I'll be honest. But I mean, uh, but the power levels doesn't matter. Like saying that your deck is an eight or just like it. It would be better to either use a price point or say like it's just under CDH or it's tuned. To a certain degree, um, you know, yeah. and the conversations we have. So, like, I'll sit down, and if I see even, and we still have these conversations briefly, where if I see that you've built a new general, or you've seen I've built a new general, you're like, oh, yeah, what, what's that? And I'm like, oh, I just put this, I slapped this shit together this morning. Yeah. Like, I don't know how it's going to fly. Yeah. That's the kind of Or, you know, the deck I put together was Mono White Humans, which I think probably describes exactly what power level it's You know at. what you're getting. It's like, yeah. look, it's got decent humans, but in... In the end, it's slightly a white weenie deck trying yeah. to aggro through. So it's not, it's not really the best deck, but it's kind of fun to play. Um, and but some play styles are like if you're playing Kess, yes, it can sort of even the less toned down versions of you know the most uh, casual versions of Kess can still be uh, pretty, pretty intimidating. Potent. So yeah. Yeah. so sometimes just saying the general gives you an idea, but you know there's there's times where like you've got. Uh, your locust god. Yes. And you keep being like, whoa, whoa, guys. I took out all the counter spells. Yes. I put all the rest of the garbage in there, but I actually can't respond to anything. Yeah, yeah. So my whole response <laughs> to that deck is bounce. Yeah. And other ways to get around it, like copying your spells. But like, but you I tell us that usually when we're like coming for you. Yeah. But like you could say at the start, be like, I have a locust god deck. It's pretty good, but like I don't play counter spells because I don't want it to be that good. And people be like, okay, sure. I yeah. can reasonably it figure out what I'm playing against. more of a challenge to me. I was like, I, I wonder if I can make an Izzet deck that doesn't have counters. But regardless, yeah, so that's the kind of thing. Really, what a Rule Zero conversation like your, should your entail. elevator pitch for your deck. Yes, yeah. Of just like one line, what does your deck do? Or what, what is it? What makes it different from a normal deck of that kind? Like if you're yeah. playing Kess, what makes, why shouldn't I consider your Kess to be what I think Kess is? Yeah, you know? uh, I'm playing Golos. Yeah. Are you playing Golos Gods? <laughs> or are you playing like Golos Good stuff? Are you about to hit Omniscience? Yeah. You know, like that's 
Or are you or playing you're like I'm playing Golos uh uh, what's a creature type that's garbage? Well, actually, uh, <laughs> like, a friend was over last night, and we were playing, and he has a Golos deck, and it's called his tabletop Golos deck because he built it with whatever was on his desk. Sure, okay. It's got some good cards and bad cards, <laughs> but then we were talking about the fact that you should just build a Boros Golos deck. Okay. And all it has is Boros cards in it. Sure. And no one would ever <laughs> know what the hell was happening. Like, No, because you just hit garbage all the time. Until you hit, like, Gisela, and then you just... Sure. Like, yeah. But it would be stupid garbage like that. Like, a yeah. fa- what's that doing in there? Why is your Why is your figure of destiny your yeah, hit off of Golos? People would be like, oh, what are you going to play? A uh, Golos. But it's all Boros. Yeah. And you'd be like, oh, okay. Is, is that any good? Yeah. And you're like, not really. But it's Golos. <laughs> but it is Golos, so you know. And the, the, um, I would argue, too, one of the things that I do want to stress to the listeners and to everyone out there is that I, I personally feel, and I may be wrong in this and people may disagree, that the Rule Zero conversation is better for you to have when you're more of an intermediate to sort of like you, you have experience in magic. Me having a Rule Zero conversation with a brand new player doesn't help them understand what my deck's going to do. Right, yeah, you should probably just not play a crushing deck against or just player. not play the cards like we've <laughs> like, spoken about the fact that we could draw a card and we just don't play it in our play group sometimes yeah like if i drew, if i'm back when iona was legal you know right if i drew iona and two players were on blue I, 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 eh, i'm gonna discard yeah. this card and draw a new card guys like, unless you're like like yeah if you were like uh are we tired of this game yeah 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 or <laughs> like, or uh, I no was, no we're i got good stuff you're like okay if you're like yeah, yeah, I mean it's it's yeah. been a while. You're like, okay, Iona, eh, because scoop. <laughs> you know I'm gonna use I'm gonna use my wife as an example who just started playing Magic recently. Yeah, if I had a rules zero conversation with her about the levels of my deck and what's what they do and interact, a lot of that would sort of go above what yeah. her knowledge of Magic is because she doesn't know how certain cards interact. Yeah, how how combos. We can work. easily talk about like these commanders are. Super good and powerful, and just be like, I haven't heard exactly. of them because it, we don't play them. So, <laughs> and in in cases like that where you have a new player, those rule zero conversations can be boiled down to what your gen- deck very broadly does. Like, yeah, like my my general will try to kill you with commander damage. Yeah, you know? my Dong Zhao deck uh, will hit your big creature. Like literally, your Dong Zhao deck would be the worst stuff. thing to explain <laughs> to a new player. Yeah. I it's, would just, uh, if I were you and someone's like, what's your general do? would be like, I'll explain it when it happens. Like, don't pretty, play bleak creatures. It's pretty like, much like, uh, insurrection and hitting you if you have a big creature. It, yeah. That's about it. Yeah. Uh, if you've got nothing, I also have nothing. <laughs> so <laughs> you, I, I do feel that rule zero conversations are better for players who have gotten to that point where they understand many common card interactions. Yeah. Many of the more popular, powerful cards. Right. Uh, and where you can say things like, yeah, I'm playing Azorius. It's not stacks, though. You know, like when I play Shabraz, where I'm like, I don't have any stacks pieces. It's Azorius aggro. Yeah. And people are like, well, that's an interesting take. Uh, weird, but whatever. Like, And so those are the conversations to have, really. Because otherwise, if I drop Grand Arbiter down, you, unless I tell you otherwise, you know what's <laughs> in Grand Arbiter. Like, you know what's about to yeah. happen. Like, I'm going to stacks you out. And Whereas even if even a new if player... You're... I could explain exactly what it does, and they still don't really get exactly what I I'm like. How them, bad it will yeah. be. Yeah. So, so I have one example um, because I assume uh, this podcast is slowly becoming a Warhammer 40k podcast. <laughs> uh, and as the cards come out, we're gonna we'll start. A, a we're gonna more, start a sister podcast called I know, uh, I know 40k Wrecked, and it's uh, <laughs> uh, what whatever a podcast recently where I was talking about how the codex was leaking, and so I wasn't paying attention. Um, uh, is uh, I I discovered uh, doing this um, is before any game of 40k, 
um, I sort of talk to the person about here's what my army is, here's what it does, because it is insane to think that someone could actually have memorized all the rules of every army. Oh, my so, goodness, So, like, that's yes. stupid. And I started yeah. doing it because one of the first games I played coming back to it from third, I played against the Sisters of Battle. Uh, and it didn't exist in third. Yeah. And he had whatever the Dreadnought thing is. Um, and I, like, charged into it, and I fought it, and I kind of knew how strong it was. And then it goes to his turn, and he attacks. And I'm like, okay. And he's like, I'm going to attack again. And I was like, well, why do you get to attack twice? He's like, well, that's just the property of this thing. And I was like, well, I wouldn't have charged into it <laughs> if I would have attacked yeah, twice. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. This is bullshit. <laughs> uh, because now my guy's going to die because I was banking on like, well, it's probably like strength eight. I, yeah, I can take I can take a hit from it. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was kind of BS. So the next game I played, the guy like helpfully was like, here's what my army does. I have these sort of auras. Uh, these things are anti-tank. These do this. This is, you know, toughness eight. And you're like, oh, okay. Uh, well, my army does this. And it was really good because it meant that I couldn't get blindsided in the middle of the battle. Yeah. Now, I feel like that's kind of what the rule zero discussion needs to be, though it doesn't have to be quite as detailed. But, you know, in, in Warhammer, a lot of time you bring the same army. Uh, there is a chance that if I describe my army and you go, wow, that's never going to work against me. Maybe you convince them to be like, can you sub something so, out to make it more fair? But the point is that there should be, it's not that there should be no surprises, but someone shouldn't make a misplay because they didn't understand what you brought to the table. What you're bringing, yeah. So the, there is a, in the FAQ for mtgcommander.net, there is... A, we can give I wanna, a shout out to them at least. Yeah, boom. <laughs> uh, drop that mic, rules committee. Um I'm just going to read their blurb on what is Rule Zero. Sure. So what is Rule Zero? Rule Zero is a commonly used nickname for the fundamental philosophy of Commander, which is documented here, and you can click on the here. Uh, it's it's like be, a page. So it's a not page. Gonna we're not going to read that. <laughs> but can be summed up as what we said at the beginning. Uh, don't play games that you don't want to. This philosophy, though, is often implemented or interpreted as the importance of talking to the other players before each game to make sure each and everyone understands what the game is trying to be. Communicate what you enjoy about Commander, what you're hoping or not hoping to see in that game, such as specific cards, length of games, or general strategies. Then change plans a bit if necessary. Sometimes it's tweaking a few cards or swapping to a different table ta uh, deck, and sometimes it's changing tables. Sometimes <laughs> it's going, no, I'm not playing against you guys. Yep. A uh, 30-second conversation can usually save everyone at the table from disappointment. We're aware this isn't always possible. It's also easier than you might think. And they do have a caveat where one place this breaks down pretty quickly is when there are prizes on the line determined by who survives the longest. Commander doesn't do very well in that kind of environment. We can justify, we can confirm that we had to tweak pretty hard. The the, the store we played at yeah. had to tweak pretty hard with our involvement to make those tournaments run. Yeah, and we'd come up with new rules and we'd have to adjust things. Um, <coughs> on the fly. Tiebreakers were tough and things like that. Yeah, um, and like what, what justified an infinite versus just like a finisher. Yeah, and that's finisher. One, one reason that our infinite rule is about as broad as possible. Yes. Because too many people would be like, well, tech, and it'd be like, I don't want any technicalities. Let's just, they're all not. They're if all you have <laughs> to say technically, it's infinite. Yeah, um, um, because otherwise we'd sit there for 10 minutes discussing and it's like, yeah. no, we're trying to play. Generally speaking, I know, you know, for the months that we went there, for the years that went there, you know, a couple of us in our play group were sort of the guys that were looked at, the girls that were looked at to sort of make the decisions. Yes. So, and, and people would get mad at us because they the, thought we were running it and we were just 
we were just the owner just told us to do with yes. that. But I would so my rule of thumb in my head when I was there anyway, people would ask me is they would say is this infinite? I would just immediately say yes. Like that was my rule. It's like <laughs> if you think it is, then it is. It's, like we're gonna I, err on the side. I of can't think of any other time. But so one one sort of issue for us that has come out out of this is our uh, our local game store as things are slowly opening. I think they can now play stuff. They can. Yeah. Uh, they haven't brought back these tournaments. Um, they're a little bit more casual. So we used to have a night that was just basically show up and play. Yes. Which we avoided because everyone went infinite. And then we had a tournament where everyone played hard, but they weren't allowed to go infinite. Um, now it's more just show up. And we've been a little bit more hesitant besides the pandemic because it's uh, because who knows who's playing. And there's a lot of different people. Yeah. Now I've been told that, and I know that the guy who runs the store has been adamant because I went a couple times, that there is no prize on the line. So if you show up to beat everyone, yeah. like what's the point? You were supposed to just so play. I know that, uh, it... and I think it's having an effect because it's the last time I went, it did seem like there were less tryhards. But like the first time I went, it was like like we've people got trying to combo out on like turn five. I've had we've like had famous. some people in our play group who did go, and they said that there was a prize, but only for the top table. When I've gone, it's been basically you pay to play, but you just get it back in, in store credit. credit. Yeah. So winning three or four games doesn't make any difference because you get the same prize yeah. at the end. Um, um, regardless, but that's sort of like the collapse. But, but that's that's the rule zero. So the store is trying to do a rule zero. Yeah. But it's not in. You have to do your own because you could still have weird people who, yeah. for some reason, decided to show up to a casual night. Uh, with a CDH deck. Yes. Uh, and the reason that we, <laughs> that we are, our play group, though, doesn't have these conversations as much is because we've kind of broadly stroked Rule Zero across for home games, yeah. where at, at any house that you play at in our group, the Rule Zero is pretty much no infinite, Annihilator 1. And uh, no Lab Man. And no Lab Man. Although, at this point, we keep talking about this. If you want to play Lab Man, that might be okay. It's no yeah, Thassa's Oracle. Yeah, yeah. None of the combos but I can't just stop by removal. But the problem is everyone plays all three, so yeah. just get rid of so, that. Um, so Wait for Thassa's Oracle to finally get banned and we'll be vindicated. Because I know we spent forever complaining about Paradox Engine <laughs> because <laughs> it was like people could essentially go infinite. Yes. And we had no infinites, but you could basically go infinite. Uh, and it just annoyed us to no end. And we're like, please ban this card because it's really bad for this sort of format. We yeah, have. for the for the casual. Now, if they ban Thassa's Oracle, that would shift the entire paradigm of of, Thassa, of the CDH. Well, CDH is boring because it's just who can Thassa's Oracle <laughs> fastest. Um, but so we kind of rule zeroed our group immediately. Right, but which that's is something your your play group can do. That you can just decide as a group. But that's a slight difference here. So I want to talk about this is because uh, rule zero is supposed to be sort of, you know, uh, make sure that the environment's good. Yeah. Um, and have a discussion to make sure that you're not wandering in a game that's going to just freaking yeah. suck. Uh, but a lot of the times, the rule zero, if you read online, is people talking about house rules. Yes. Um, I think house rules are slightly part of it, but house rules sort of negate the need for rule zero that's what i mean uh, but that's a lot why of we people, don't have those conversations a lot of people do rule zero and go uh, i'm gonna go as we we're just discussing uh sliv drazi monstrosity yeah uh and go rule zero says i can play it it's like well no not at all no, <laughs> that's not no. what rule zero says 
Uh, rule zero doesn't say you can do whatever you want and the rules don't matter. Um, rule zero says you can go to your play group or the people you're and with them. and say, I built this deck. It plays like this. Yes. Can I use it? Yes. And if they say no, then you don't play it. Yeah. That's what rule zero says. Yep. And if they go, sure, no problem, then yep. go to town. Um, but a lot of people... I, I see online, see Rule Zero as a uh, freedom to do whatever you want. Um, well, it falls in that same but mentality it, but it's of, always, you know. It's always tryhards trying to play broken shit. We were just talking about this, too. The Genyu of the Realms? Yes. Not a commander. If someone showed up and said, I built this deck, I'd be like, yes. Go, you can go to town. certainly play that deck. <laughs> should be funny. You would like um, a 9-12 with Trample? You can have that, <laughs> sir. But, you know, if you're like, I have Richard Garfield... Can I play this? You'd be like, no. You cannot. It's so broken. <laughs> and there's been times in our group where someone does show up. For anyone like who doesn't a, know, go look up that card. Yeah, it's a dumb card. <laughs> um, so we've had people show up at our play group, like at our casual tables here at, at my place, with like they built a commander deck with a non-legendary creature that they were like, this seems to play cool. Can I try it? Yeah. You give it a couple rounds and you say, that's enough of that. I don't want to play against that anymore. Yeah. Uh, you know? Or um, the uncommanders. The uncommanders. Some yeah. of them. Yeah. Uh, but you have to be sensible. Brothers the Yamazaki or whatever. Yeah, is. play them with partner. Like, yeah. why not? Because they should have it. They should. Um, but uh, but that's sort of, you got to discuss it now. That's harder at your local game store. It is. Because you have to find the right people. And so a big thing with Rule Zero is you always have to have a backup. If yes. you show up with one deck, your Rule Zero conversations are going to suck. If you have Slivdrazi Monstrosity as your only deck, <laughs> you might not play a game that day. Because most people are going to say no. Yeah. And the people who say yes are going to come hard because they're going to understand, like, well, that's a pretty good deck. A lot You're not going to play a casual game. Outside of, like, friendly games where you know the people intimately or quite well, Yeah. the only time I've ever seen someone say, yeah, man, play that, is when they're going to win on turn three or four. Like, their yeah. deck is tuned. Yeah, it doesn't matter They don't what care what you you're playing. <laughs> yeah, like, like yeah, you can certainly go against my uh, my, so, my uh, Urza deck with that. I don't, that's yeah. fine, man. So I wouldn't recommend something like that that sort of goes outside the rules for anything at your local game store. Uh, it's fine if you've got a pod of four or five or six yeah. uh, people that you play against and just go tell them, like, hey, I want to try this out, and maybe they're perfectly fine with it. Yeah. Um, but uh, a lot of the rules here, I think, is is like, you know, you ask them like, what are you looking to play, mm-hmm. and uh, and then you pick a deck out of your, you know, everyone seems to have. Every time I look, there's more and more. Like yeah. I have like eight to ten, and and I sometimes think I have too many decks. Yeah, I have fourteen right I now. Know. I know, and then there's yeah. like people posting online, be like, I'm building my thirty second deck. It's like, right? <laughs> like, well, the thirty two deck challenge or whatever. Yeah, where uh, you try to build one of every color um, combination. But but so, so you, people have tons of decks. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. you yeah. should, and and it'd be another thing that if you want this to work is don't build all your decks to be the same. Yeah. Build a couple more casual. Build a couple that are stronger. Yes. And then you should be able to find someone to play against. If you build all of yours to be super strong then it's your own fault if people don't want to play against you because you could build decks to their level, and but you're not. There's also, that is completely true. You, if you're going to a random environment or if you're going to like a tournament event or not a tournament, but like a, a face-to-face or Star City Games yeah. has like a, a game night or something, or there's a like cat command zone at the, at yeah. the, at the big at, cons, yeah. um, you should certainly bring a few decks. Yeah, of different power of levels. Of different power levels. Except power levels is stupid. Of different price points. Price points. <laughs> of di- different tuned. Sure. However you want to put it. Uh, don't use the number system is all I'm saying. But uh, 
there is a point though, and I do want to stress this. There is a point where that conversation doesn't matter, and this circles back to what we were talking about about that that new YouTube channel. Yeah. Uh, in that realm where you're dropping the most tuned possible decks of that general. Yeah. Like if I drop, uh, if I drop, you know, to go back to Boros, if I drop a Gisela deck, seven drop Angel. Yeah. Uh, but it's the most tuned deck possible with all the fast man and everything like that. I shouldn't have to have that conversation with someone who has an equally tuned deck. Like, yeah, you know, true. if you're sitting down with the hardest deck possible and you know you're playing and they know in that video that no one's showing up with something <laughs> they built out of their closet, like, you know, they play at a game store from an ex-football player's, you know, store. Right. Like, it's like it's like the dude's made of money. They're made of money. Their decks are made of money. <laughs> well, it's like, that price point thing. Exactly. But you don't need that conversation at that high no, price point. No, like, and that's why I find that a little phony. They're, they're, let's have the rule zero conversation. Yeah. It's like you don't need it. You're you're all – no one's dropping a, a Sisse's ring. You know what I'm saying? Like, no. You're not, you, don't, you don't have to worry about that budget. Oh, you, you got a warm power stone? Oh, that's that's a shame because here's my mana crypt into to my... To fair, I was watching one and the first guy's play was a guild gate, which I thought was a little bit... But that was the... the but I think... Yeah, they the weren't, Feldegrift they deck, weren't, wasn't it? Yes, they yeah. weren't playing against the same people with all the money. No. Um, but fast mana is a good point. Uh, we, as a sort of play group, basically don't play fast mana. Soul ring. We play soul ring. Yep. Uh, like no zero drop. Um, we uh, we now so we're we're weird something. and we've talked about this before. We we will we, we'll we'll say it actively. Like I don't care what people think. I'll actively hate people at the games that they have cards that I don't want involved in Magic. I won't yeah. hate you over having fast mana, but I'll destroy that. We fast mana. we do play against people who do have a mana crypt and a mana vault. Yep. it's not often. Most most people's decks don't I've have seen it. Drop, but like, um, but there is like uh, we have a and we talk about this that. You know, there's a lot of just bad plays that will just make you an arch enemy. Yes. Taking two extra turns and not winning the game will make you the arch enemy. Yeah, dropping, just annoyed at dropping you. like omniscience without winning the game. <laughs> if you're gonna play something of that quality and then not win, uh, you're you, it's three on one at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Or whoever's um, left. You on drop one. a mana crypt turn one, then it doesn't matter what everyone else does. They're coming at you until it's equalized. And it's one to balance it, but yeah. it works because it's occasional. And because yeah. not everyone's sitting there playing. If we all had mana crypts, then it would be different. But because, but yeah. when when usually three don't have it and one does, they're the outlier, not yeah. the the norm. And that's a rule zero conversation that I feel is far more important than discussing what your deck does. Is what cards and what uh, things are just not you don't want brought to the game. Yeah, and that's that's where the house rules come in that they help. But again, you don't have that control at a local game, store, no, which is no. why. The rule zero needs to happen, but if you're just doing your own pod uh, and you know friends, then what you just need to do is sit down and actually figure out house rules. Yeah. If you have to every time invite someone over and be like, "What's your deck?" But do? that's a rule zero conversation. Be, tier, yes, it's just an, an over like we had it at the beginning, and now yeah. our pod, you know, our group of what fifteen players it's, get yeah, together it keeps growing. <laughs> it, but it is what it is, and we all sort of fall under the umbrella. Yeah. Of saying like okay, but we have a lot of sort of vague rules that are just like that'll get you hated out. But yeah. you can do it's it. It's not really a rule, but it's just like more of a you know, we frown a cautionary tale. <laughs> the main it's basically don't go infinite yes. uh, and don't play fast as Oracle. Um, but uh, but yeah, I have a list here of uh, possible house rules. Yeah, sure. If you want to talk about yeah, them? Yeah. Uh, uh, most common one uh, mulligans. Um, people do again. Doesn't really matter, but if you're playing a game you should make it we do it where 
we pretty much don't care how many times you mulligan as long as you don't keep fast mana at the end of it. Yeah. You get a free mulligan. Anything else, you can stay at seven, but you have to, like... Shuffle in your shuff, soul ring. Shuffle in. You whatever. can't put it at the bottom because yeah. someone will somehow make that work. Um, but a lot of people have different rules for that. Yep. Um, most people, if you go to a local game, so will probably just play the regular one. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes it might be important to talk about it. We have the no infinite one. Uh, confusingly, lots of people have ones against infinite combos, but we appear to be like the only ones banning them. There's a lot of like, my group says you can't do an infinite combo before turn five. Yeah, or, or without if you do an three cards. Like it has yeah, to be four more cards. it has to cards. be a four card infinite combo. Or if you do it, you can only do the trigger five times yeah. on a turn. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that um, too, yeah. And all I can think is like, man, this is so needlessly complicated. Yeah, yeah just you have to <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> like, the one thing... You have to trip over yourself to make these rules, which... That, but these would be like again, they're house rules to do at your place. Yeah. If you yeah. go to the game store and go, I built the deck, and by the way, I like to play this way, it people would be like, I, you're too cumbersome. Like I go when I go to like a game store and they talk about stuff, I go, I play in a meta that doesn't play infinite combos, so my deck's fairly good, but it does not contain infinite combos. Yeah, I do yeah. not play them. I uh, I <laughs> like, always find that's that like enough. like those like you said those conversations are needless because like you. You just don't need to do them. Like, if you can only do it five times, really, what's the point of that infinite combo? You're either going to win or nothing's going to happen. Yeah. You know, like, like some blood artist infinite trigger, five times is five life. Like, who cares? Like, yeah. you, you know, just do that normally. You figure out another way to do that <laughs> without. And yeah. so I've never understood the sort of putting on these these qualifications or these, these extra steps for infinite. Yeah. Because, one, the people who want to do it will just do it anyway. And it's just, yeah. it's just, you know, like, and like grizzle brand turn, with extra steps. Like, we, you know, like, waiting to turn five better than coming on on turn four and starting a new game. I like, I have know? no idea. It's, it's weird. Uh, yeah, I completely. So agree. other important ones, uh, proxies, we came out fairly firmly against it, except in certain situations. Yes. Um, uh, but that's a good rule because I mean, your local game store probably isn't allowing proxies because well, if it's a tournament, they can't, they don't make money a, off of proxies. And that's true. Uh, <laughs> but, um, but it's important because we talked about this. Uh, proxies tend to increase the power, the power level, level of everyone's deck. The tuneness yeah. of your deck. Yeah. Uh, if you're proxying because of some other stupid reason, then go to town. Uh, but most people are like, well, I need more tutors. Yep. Uh, I, well, need, I need a candelabra of Thanos. And I, don't I didn't want to buy bucks. a Dockside Extortionist, so I just proxied it. In all of my decks. Yes, in every deck <laughs> like, that has red. Yeah. Um, so, like, that's... The, Th that's a probably a good one. Uh, another one of just weird house rules because we butt up against this one. Uh, hybrid mana. Again, don't do this at your local game store, but it seems to be that a lot of people uh, go uh, hybrid counts as one or the other. So as long as yes. you match one of them. Yeah, that was a weird conversation it, too. Yeah. It's yeah. it's coming up more and more as I see it. Uh, again, I would keep that to your play group and not bring it to the game store because you'll just confuse people. And when you play a card accidentally, people will tell you it's against the rules. Yes. Um, uh, land destruction, mass land destruction. Uh, a lot of people ban that. I've never understood why it can be done properly, but I think it's just people dirtling. Yeah, and I think it's. It, I mean, that also stems from the whole like the whole social contract and feeling bad and, and yeah. Sort of, but again, you know, we always talk the about the tabooness of yeah. lands. We covered that in an episode. Yeah, before, you like. can do it if you're going to win. Don't yeah. do it to delay the game. Uh, extra turns, same thing. Uh, uh, extra turns is hilarious because we don't come across it a lot because most people don't. And but when people do it, it tends to just like it's like five mana, take an extra turn, 
go to max return, draw a card, and you're like, you know, five mana to draw a card is like the worst card possible, and yeah. that's what you just did. Now, but funny it's, thing it's is, it's a delay of game problem. You would, uh, you would have, you would have been, uh, you would have been proud of last night. It was, uh, it was myself on uh, on elves, okay. and one of our other friends on his Krenko deck, and then another buddy on dragons. And then None of these sound like extra turn The cards. third guy was on allies, five color allies. Well, okay. he was actually on party mechanic. Oh, so that's rough. Yeah, so there's one. I'm playing party mechanic. All right, <laughs> play whatever general you pretty, want. Pretty low um, key here. But the the goblin guy, uh, final fortune. Oh, sweet. And then won the game on the next turn. So. <laughs> to be fair, I played one with uh, Inferno the Stars Mount. Yeah, and I like drew it and went, oh. Yeah, I'll just win next turn. I'll take an extra <laughs> turn, and I think I can get this. Um, again, I, I do it because I'm going to win. Uh, but I actually like Final Fortune because I'm not delaying the game. No. I'm out of it in a second if I cannot win here. Oh, yeah. yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, another awesome play that happened completely off topic. Sure. Last night was full of awesome plays. Uh, the same player in another deck, the guy who won with the Mono Red deck, he played a Pact of Negation. And on the player before him's turn, he turned one of his only two blue sources uh, into a Imprisoned in the Moon, which only taps for colorless. So and, he didn't uh, have two blue. And he died to the fact that he couldn't <laughs> play it because of that. Wow. That's, uh, that's pretty good. <laughs> because I mentioned when he played the pact, I said, how many islands he got? And the guy's like two, and I said, I said, man, it would be awesome if that guy over there. I don't want to mention names, but it's like he's the only guy on blue, man. If he had imprisoned in the moon, <laughs> wow! And then he just shows it to us, and I was like, oh, you're dead. You're just dead. That's pretty. Anyway, good completely off topic. Uh, Great time. The last one I sort of have is um, taking back actions, because we do this. Oh and, yeah, and I've seen this. The take backsies. Again, all these house rules, I think, are pretty much thrown out the door at your local game store unless the owner wants to do them. If you're going to an LGS, Take you, have to, you, you, you pretty have much to, ax the table. Yeah, you, pretty, you basically have to have the conversation and just assume you're going by the basic rules of Commander. Yeah. In your pod, you can do whatever. But our we sort of do a, a, a take back, essentially, as long as no new information has been gained yeah. except for the card you played. Like, if yeah. I play... Yeah damnation and then you go you know that you know his board is indestructible it's not going to be helpful and you go oh right i forgot that then it's like take it back because nothing new has been gained. Yeah, yeah i know you have a damnation but who cares you could have just mentioned that yeah. but if you're like i blow that up and draw a card and then you draw a card and then you go okay well in response this thing dying causes this and this and you go i don't want to do that well you drew a card you, you have to you kind of have to keep going yeah, because yeah. you now have gained what your next card is. Yes, we haven't even seen it, so in theory, you could put a different card on right top back of your on deck, top. Yeah, and it's going to cause a bunch of problems. Yeah, the so take, we and we also usually because we have we, we do, joke that you get one. It's one, <laughs> but usually I don't know if anyone many, pushes it. We only had that one night where it happened because everyone yeah. was in a bad mood. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, if if you don't gain anything from it, just back it up. And frankly, even if you gain stuff from it, like if you have to make the play differently, you can still do the mana. So there are times where you're oh, like, you're like I tap this tutor, and I play this, and then, oh, but when I'm oh this. shoot, I got the wrong mana, but I'm going to tap this it the other way. You're like, well, nothing new has happened, yeah. so go Or ahead. even if you're playing things out of sequence, you're like, it has to go this way. It's like, well, no one responded to any of them. Right, yeah. We don't really care what sequence <laughs> they're in. Yeah. Because I don't have a response regardless. It's like the annoying thing you can do when uh, someone's got a bunch of triggers. you be like, how are you putting them on the stack? Yeah. And the correct answer is... The way that it's going to work. Yeah. But some people be like, no, tell me the exact way. Because <laughs> then you'll it screw it up 
Yeah. And they'll be like, ha, yeah. you screwed it up. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, well, no, you know what I'm trying to do. <laughs> I've already described it. Just let it happen. Yeah, I'm going to let this and then this happen. I don't care the mechanics of the in and out of how exactly that's going to work, <laughs> but it's going to happen that way. Uh, like, that's that's fine. So, But that's a big thing is, you know, how, how much do you allow? Is it just I play Damnation and I got to live with it? Yeah. Um, and, and you can sort of house rule that. But, like, the more casual environment you create, the less you care um, but like yeah. in an actual tournament, like you can't at all. Like they'll call a judge over so and be like, in an actual tournament, though, if you were to play in a commander tournament, the rule zero conversation doesn't exist anyway. No. So in a tournament setting, I yeah. can't. I can get up and leave, but I lose the tournament. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I don't have to play your deck. I don't have to play your deck in a modern tournament either. I just get a zero for that round yeah. and I lose. But uh, in in a casual environment, though, if you're sitting at your local shop, especially, and you don't owe any loyalty or any sort of friendship to these people around you, and some guy's pissing you off with some deck that he told you wasn't going to do what it did, yeah, just get up and leave. Yeah, the, the only losses to them. Yeah, to be right? fair, you could just look and be like, uh, "That game's done. Uh, do you guys want to play? I'm going to scoop." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like, immediately <laughs> scoop out. Like <laughs> I've scooped out of games many a times. Yeah, I will in fact scoop out on things on the stack if I don't like what someone's doing that I don't know and stop them from gaining things. I've, I'm a little against instant speed <laughs> scooping. I certainly uh, will. I guess that's a house rule too. Uh, I always think sorcery speeds. You're not no, like, no. I attack you, uh, the sword's trigger. You're like, I scoop so you don't get the trigger. And you're like, well, that's just a garbage move. <laughs> if, so, if, if something like that, yeah. I mean, that's, but I mean, uh, you if don't it's gain something... any life because I scoop before the the trigger goes i'll do it if the right, person lifelink. if again if i've had that conversation with someone and it's happened at our local game store where i've had that conversation where it's like what's this what's going to be done here what are we doing what are we playing at yeah. and then they're like here's my level and then they're playing at something re really above it i i actually waited for the guy to do what he was going to do and it would have won him the game and then i just scooped in response to his life gain and walked away and i'm I was pretty like, sure i've had times where it's been like i could stop this but I hate this game, so I just want it to end. I've done things <laughs> like that, too. Or I've done things where I just wanted to see someone do something. That's a completely different thing, though, where yeah. you have – that's you know that's in-game. You have the control. I have, like, four counter spells in hand, guys going off. I'm like, I want to see where this goes. Let's see how this let's see yeah. how this plays out. And then you either win or lose on it. But I've definitely yeah. done that, especially against, like, weird decks or combo-y decks that I've never seen before. Yeah. A friend of ours had that, uh, that, that Sapperling creator that creates a Sapperling in return. Right, right, right. Like seven, Dive, seven, dude. Uh, a tenderfoot dryad. Or no, something? no, it's the legend. Oh, the big one. Yeah, the big guy. Um, no, there's there's a non-legendary one. There's one that you pay mana to make it. Is it? What's his name? Yeah, anyway, I don't know. It's the green matter. one. Yeah, yeah, people know. It's before Slimefoot. It was the one people played. Well, it's not Gave. No, 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 no. It's the no, mono it's green. Sapperling creator. That's what I said. I said it's the green one. No one played Gave. Look, Come on. no Ryan one. Ryan now has to go look it up. I am gonna look it up. Damn it. <laughs> All right, well, we got dead air here because Brian there's no, is there's no Googling dead air. Look, things. Look, you need well, to Tender Shoot was the first one that came up, just <laughs> like I said. And Verdant Force was the other one I thought of. There uh, isn't one that makes another one. You have to pay two. Is it two? Yes. All right, fine. Anyway. Uh, I can't think of the name. Uh, but look, everyone listening right now is like, I know what they're talking about, so don't worry about it. It's an older character, I believe, from Onslaught. Um, anyway. He had a deck going, and, and, you know, I was in my Is It deck, and back then I ran all the, the stupid ways to answer it. And I remember he was just going off, and everyone at the table was frustrated, and I just wanted to see how far it could go. So I just, yeah. like, let him go down that rabbit hole. Like, where's it going to go? <laughs> uh, speaking of counterspells, and if we're just uh, talking about other games. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, we had a good one uh, recently where you had um, 
uh, Blood Chief Ascension. Oh, that was and a good. And I had a that Wheel of Fortune in hand. And I had a Zealous Conscript. And you stole. So I stole your Blood Chief online. Then I wheeled, but then I copied it. Twice. Twice. And you were like, and I was like, I win. And you're like, no, 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 I could draw a counterspell. Yes. And in my head, I went, yeah, 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 but I could draw a red elemental blast. You could. And so we did the first one, and you're like, I don't have counterspell. I was like, okay, we'll do the second one. So, so for the record, though, <laughs> I was at 21 life. I was at, no, 23 life with six cards in hand. What was I at? I yeah, had, it I had, no, three cards in hand, so it was six on the first one and fourteen on the. So I had twenty-one life. Yeah, you were all because I lost dead. six life, <laughs> yeah. and then I drew the seven from the next one. Yeah, no counterspell. Discarded. Go to one. Yeah, you for played your third copy. You played a counterspell, at which point I had also drawn red elemental blast, but then you had also so drawn, drawn pact of negation. Yeah, yeah. And in my head, though, <laughs> after I did that, I was like, I should have opened with pact. Yeah. And then not have to pay the five. But I mean, yeah. at the end, you didn't I still won. I actually probably think I was going to counter no, back. No, but, no. Uh, but that was a good, good And then little, I came back from one. Good little disaster. Yeah. Uh, because my hand was like Red Elemental Blast and like five mountains <laughs> and something garbage. <laughs> so I had no gas. And your your draw had killed everyone else at the table. I believe one of the other players no, was dead. No, uh, one other player lived, but you and that player were both playing life gain decks. Yes. Yeah. So you just clawed your way back while I just like had these dead draws all of a sudden. It was a sudden. good game. It was but, a good uh, game. <laughs> But anyway, back to the topic at hand, just to sort of uh, wrap it up, and maybe we'll roll into some random commander. Yeah, I um, think so. The, uh, the the general rule of thumb for the Rule Zero conversation is, one, just have it happen. You don't need to go into specific details. Like you said, a broad stroke. Just, just a pitch. This is what yeah. my deck does. This is what my deck does. Here's what it does or doesn't have. Yeah. You know, a, a, generally speaking, that'll cover it. Two, in your own meta, you can set your own ground rules, yep. which is the rule zero conversation but every don't, game. don't bring those ground rules to your game store. You can't bring them to your game store. <laughs> just not at all. Or you can do like we did and just constantly wheedle the guy until he f- he changes it to what, <laughs> what, <laughs> what we needed it to be. Yeah, yeah. If you want to um, be like, uh, you should let all the uncards. I mean, we, we, we played. We I mentioned the tournament. This. I said, don't play Richard Garfield. We played against a Richard Garfield yeah, deck. Yeah, it wasn't fun. Uh, um, because the tournament rules... We're vague, and then we're like, wait, can you play on cards? And they're like, yeah. Yep. Like, okay, this is not a good idea, but... But yeah, so those are, you know, and then two, uh, just sort of have those, and like I said earlier, my final rules, you know, those conversations are meant for people who will grasp what those conversations mean. Yes. You know, don't sit down with your 13-year-old you just taught to play Magic with and discuss what they built. Like, yeah, just play according to what they're doing back. Yeah, you know, until you earn that ex- not earn, but like gain that experience and build up the repertoire of knowing the cards and knowing what they actually do, a conversation, a zero rule zero conversation doesn't help. Yeah, and and rule zero is <clears throat> oh, an odd concept because it's essentially so that like new players and more casual players can avoid all the tryhard yeah. uh, tournament players who are running around mag- uh, commander for some rule reason. Rule zero is you asking permission. To play your deck. Yeah. If you're one of the people who wants to play super hard, you need rule zero just to make sure you don't you find friends and not yeah. people who, who are like, only play once. Who are like, oh, like you're you're not hustling yeah. people. Here. Yeah, it's a permission. Uh, it's me it's, saying it's this mostly, is what my deck does. Yeah. Can I play with so you? So if you're playing more casual, you have to have it just so you don't bump into one of those people. And if you're one of those people, you need to have it so that you don't just sucker in losers who play. You know. 
who are going to hate you because they're going to lose the game yeah. because uh, they shouldn't have been playing you and to get And if that. you are one of those people who enjoys doing that, you <laughs> should stop you listening should stop, to this podcast. You should stop playing Commander. And stop playing Commander. You should go play CDH on yeah. budget. Or Pokemon. We No, I was, I, was talk, <laughs> I was talking about all the people who were like, I want to make a budget CDH deck. Oh, so yeah. By definition, CDH isn't budget. True, exactly. <laughs> Uh, my I have a budget CDH deck. It's called a commander deck. Yep, it's not competitive. It is a <laughs> it is a it is a casual EDH deck. It is my CDH what, uh, deck. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, we're gonna roll onto random commander on those thoughts. Sure. Uh, uh, you're closest to the screen, so you're gonna go first here. What have we got? It's taking a little bit to load up here, folks. <laughs> Jesus Christ! The website must have a little bit of traffic going on. Sweet. Oh, there we I got go. got a new guy. Hey, oh. that was actually a good hit. I got Karazakar the Eye Tyrant, which is the Rakdos Beholder from the New Forgotten Realms set. Three, a black and a red. Five, five. Whenever you attack a player, tap target creature that player controls and goad it. Whenever an opponent attacks another one of your opponents, you and the attacking player each draw a card and lose a life. Uh, he yeah, was on my mind as he, like my next Rakdos general. Well, they've been making uh, better and better gold goad commanders mm-hmm. to the point where like there's a bunch and it's kind of hard to pick between them um, because there's there was just so a Rakdos. Did you see the price on that Grenzo? The goad Grenzo? No, it's like thirty five dollars and eighty. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but there's a there was that Rakdos one in. I don't know, Keldheim? It doesn't say goad, but it effe- effectively Yeah, it effectively goes, goes, it, it goads draw. a player. Yeah. That's the one our friend plays. Yeah, and it's super irritating. It's very irritating. Um, and we have a buddy who plays Mer- uh, Maricel, Marisi. Marisi. Yeah. Um, it's super good, too. Like, goad is goad yeah. is really good, um, so it's nice to see it. But the problem is now there used to just be, like, the token goad commander. Uh, now you actually have to think about it. So <laughs> in this, but the cool thing with Karaz- Kar- Karazikar here is that it, you don't need, first off, it's whenever you attack a player, tap target creature. You don't need to attack with him. Yeah. So you, you can send attack. a creature at each player, choose one of their creatures, they're tapped and goaded. Yeah, so you have to play a little aggro to get this. Yeah, like token uh, almost. Whereas like, the other one we we're talking about was ETB. So you know what I would play? To play you know I play with this deck? Uh, no. This is a Relentless Rats deck right here. <laughs> really? <laughs> this is what I would do. Relentless okay. Rats. Just swarming them out, swinging them at people, goading yeah, them away. Yeah, you can make that work. I think it'd be funny. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, this guy seems really cool. I do like the fact that they're going away from sort of a Rakdos uh, death squad. You know, Rakdos hurting you into this kind of thing. Well, that hurts you a bit. But Ravnica is, is sort of that sort way. Sort of set the tone. But now they're they're going... It oh. does make you lose a life, but it draws you cards. It's funny that, you know, Red is chaotic, and they've decided that Rakdos is, like, more in some chaotic. ways more chaotic. Yeah. Like, yeah. they added black, so it's like, what if it was chaotic but did good stuff? <laughs> but killed things. Like, <laughs> what, like if, what if it didn't okay. just randomly do shit but <laughs> killed stuff, too? Uh, and it's, it's a good feel. Like, Rakdos is a lot of fun. Yes. Um, despite Odo. the fact it's got sort of, like, a grim devil death theme, it's actually a really fun color combination. Blim the, blim the, paint, yeah. the, uh, the, the comedic Comedian. genius. Was one of my favorite decks I built. I just couldn't keep it together because you suffer so much hate for nothing. <laughs> you don't get anything out of it. To like, be fair, you hit me with the like you. What was it like? You can't cast creature spells or whatever. Yeah, blood funnel. Yeah, I got hit yeah. with that twice. And it was completely yeah, yeah, that was pretty. That was pretty dope. Uh, but so uh, Karazakar, I think uh, he's a really fun general uh, for hate. And this this Rakdos always faces a a, a moderate amount of hate. Yeah, Rakdos uh, has a lot of kill spells. 
It has some pretty potent uh, An odd one it. here is that the second part, though, whenever an opponent attacks another one of your opponents, you and the attacking player each draw a card and lose a life. Yeah. That you losing a life could hurt you pretty quickly here. Well, that's what I'm saying. So you could you lose three life a turn. A, yeah, so you might not be getting a ton of hate because people are like, I'll attack my opponent and I go to draw a card. That's awesome. Yeah. I lose a life, but you're losing way more life Yeah. if you're not spreading this out because uh, if you're goading one player, then it's different. But you could be losing three, at which point like you're You're also you're drawing three cards, though. That's also true. Um, you so could really be casting Ambition's Cost every turn yeah. for free. But you got to remember that people are greedy, and mm -hmm. them being able to draw a card is going to seem good, and they'll forget that you're also drawing cards. Huh. But because of that, you can have a little bit of fun. But uh, hate is... I'd put the hate at like one and a half for this guy. Yeah, I wouldn't put it very high. He's uh, a five drop, five, five. Yeah. Um, despite the fact his ability pretty much could he has be like no a evasion, one, a one drop. So you can just kill him with anything. He doesn't have any evasion at all. He doesn't have flying. He doesn't have anything. Yeah, but I think um, his point is he can attack, and if he's a 5-5, five five, he'll probably not get killed. Yeah. There's probably someone you can attack. Um, is this is the design there. Um, yeah, hate for hate, he's one and a half, I'd say. Yeah. Maybe two. Uh, for politics, this guy could be a pretty big politic player. He actually has a lot because it depends on... You're going to... the One trouble you're going to run into is it's tap target creature that player controls yeah yeah so yeah. you've got to goad something big which means you have to attack them, or you have to goad something that you you and you could discuss it with your be like what do you need goaded here yeah i'll you know, attack or, you you chump it and i'll goad this thing yeah and, um, and like force the attack or, or like, like something like because i don't know what I, you would well, do most of the time the biggest politic play would be if i'm swinging at goad protects you if so. i'm swinging at player number three i ask player number two what he needs tapped you know? Right. So yes. I'm saying, do you need to get through with yeah, something? Yeah, the tap down is the real so big part. I would say politics would be a two. And for fun, this guy's at a two, two and a half. Easy. Yeah. Oh, he's. Yeah. Uh, Rakdos, I said, has become a really fun color. Yeah. Um, and that's just a. It, it's got a lot of wackiness because you're tapping, you're goading, you're drawing, you're losing life. We're uh, laughing, he's got we're a crying. He's got a lot to do. Uh, he's pretty just, cool, actually. We're just doing everything. Um, and then I got. Uh, uh, stacks card. Uh, <laughs> Evan Evan grabs up Nath, Nath of, the of the Guilt, guilt Leaf. Leaf. Uh, three black and green for a 4-4 four, four elf warrior. Uh, at the beginning of your upkeep, you may have target opponent discard a card at random. That's the stacks part. Whenever an opponent discards a card, you may create a 1-1 one, one green elf token. First and foremost, token, before sorry. we even begin, I have that new Torak deck. It's way better than Discarding I thought. Discarding a card at random is my new favorite mechanic. <laughs> So uh, my new favorite old mechanic that I've rediscovered and loved. Uh, it's amazing. It's it's so irritating. <laughs> um, it's, it's probably one of the most irritating mechanics they brought what back. I, what I realized, because I was like, oh, Torex not very good, is it? Um, uh, of course, I, f I forgot, even though it should be obvious, that of course when you kick it, it comes in bigger because you force them you to force discard. It to, so yeah, it's so not it's like a 4-3 for 4. Yeah. Um, but also, there's just so many times people are discarding cards. Yeah, uh, it's just a big part of the game that you know. It's the cost of red draw spells. It's the result of someone having to discard at the end of their turn. There are certain blue draw spells um, that do it. Like, there's a lot of ways to like yeah. make people discard cards. Yeah, they're like draw <laughs> three and discard a land, right? Uh, frantic search, whatever. Um, people are always discarding cards. Yeah. Uh, so any ability that triggers on a discard is actually going to trigger a lot. And Torque gets out of control, and people are like, "Oh crap! Wait, I can't." <laughs> can't do this yeah 
because it's going to do uh, cause problems. So the whenever an opponent discards a card, you may create a 1-1. One, one. Uh, you can probably make a lot of tokens off that fairly easily, even if you don't build a discard deck. Yeah. Um, at the beginning of your upkeep, you may have an opponent discard a card at random. is just irritating. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of funny. Um because <laughs> uh, you're you're just gonna make so enemies. You're just gonna be so like, good. who do I want to annoy? Uh, and half the time it won't discard anything good, and then sometimes it'll just discard like exactly the thing they needed. Um, hence the sort of stacks thing, because you could build this like heavy discard. You could build it heavy and discard. Really screw people. You probably just want to build it with the with the flush of new elves uh, that came out in the last year. You could go a pretty awesome Golgari elf deck with this. Yeah, uh, and th this falls into we were talking that about discard, like we were you talking said. about value. That second part of the opponent discards—that's value. You can get that without it much effort. Yeah, you don't even have to build it. You could just passively make it. Elves. Just passively creates elves and, and screws up your opponent's hand. Yeah, and and you don't have to do anything else because you're going to discover that they're going to discard cards. Yeah, of their own free will. <laughs> yep, yep. Some guy runs into uh, a mana shortage, tosses a card, you get an elf. Yeah, like it's good. <laughs> uh, so hate. Uh, you will probably take a bunch of hate because people discard as much as it's been coming out more and more with Torak and Tiny Bones and a bunch of Tegrid. Uh, everyone hates discarding cards Torak unless they want to. Torak is the to. least hateful of those three generals, and he's still a hateful general. Yeah, it's just <laughs> it's like Mill used to be that way. That like Mill you could never win with, but it always bugged the hell out of people. When they milled you, because you're always like, "Oh, you're gonna get rid of my good cards." Here was the um, here was my big problem. Mills gotten weird, where I actually hate it because you can in win some now. ways you can win without any effort, and, um, it, and it falls into that Thassa's Oracle. The only way to stop mill half the time is to counter it. Yeah, but every color doesn't have access to counter spells, so it's it's not like a fair thing because it can just completely screw people. My over. biggest problem with mill up until like this year. With cards, or the last few years with cards like Bivouac the Bivouac and, and, and the, Brovac, the Mormons, yeah. Uh, was that you would, if if you got targeted by the mill player, you you were the only guy that died to him. Yes. You're like, ah, Jesus. Like, yeah. why, why'd you have to pick me? Like, Infect is kind of that way. You're yeah. like, I got five Infects, so obviously I'm the target. I'm going to die to Infect. And then they kill you, and then everyone just kills the Infect player yeah. because whatever. <laughs> Trying for the hordes. I only got enough to kill one player. But they've started to make it so mill affects everyone, cause they've, yeah. but they've pushed it too far, and it's I don't like but, it anymore. So, yeah, so for hate, where are you putting them at? Uh, I will put it at uh, Two? I'd put it at two. It's as pretty well. high for sort of a more casual card. I was trying to think like three would be like Golgari. Golgari is pretty resilient. You get a lot of regenerate. You get a lot of yep. indestructible. You get a lot of re recursion. Yeah. Um, you even get like enchantment recursion. So even if you want to combine with this guy with a little bit of discard effect, you can have the waste knot. It can come back. You can have the yeah the the yeah you can have those pieces. Uh, politics. You play like uh, plague crafter. Oof, because gross. either they sack a creature, and if they can't, they discard a card. And then you get an elf. They're like, awesome. Um, uh, isn't that a creature? Planeswalker, I believe. Plague Crafters. Uh, one of them is like, if they can't, they discard a card. That's right, yeah. yeah. Um, um, there's so, a couple like that, though. Uh, politics. Uh, politics uh, isn't going to be a whole lot. You're mostly going to just... Uh, there's, there's slightly, because you're going to pick the player, but you don't really have control. Yeah. Um, like one and a half because you have the option to choose who's going to discard and yeah it's more of like trying to hold a gun to a player's head than politics pretty much yeah, yeah. Uh, and then you rush and roulette you see if it matters <laughs> or not um, another good play last night the guy gambled with 
three cards in his hand. Sweet. <laughs> Great. Did, did they discard the card? They, they won the game because of it. <laughs> nice. It was Goblin Chieftain was the card the he went it, to get. The way it's done. With Krenko. So he had like 85 Goblin tokens. I told you that I've tokens. taken Campbell out of every deck because it just never uh, works for me. Never works. Uh, uh, and then fun. fun. I'm going to put this at like, uh, I'm going to play like two and a half. I think you can have a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know if other people playing against you will have as much fun, <laughs> but you're making elves and you're screwing with people's hands. You can have a lot of fun doing My, both of those things. I've recently discovered in playing, uh, we played a lot of Magic this summer, I'll be honest. We played a lot since they've opened up. Uh, I've had people, you know, I've had... Since we got doubly vaxxed, it's helped yeah, a lot. Yeah, two or three <laughs> game nights a week, some weeks. Um, and right now... The top thing I have fun with is just sort of like disrupting people's plans. I don't even like to win. Like Torak yeah, hasn't won I've been me a game, enjoying that. but I've been enjoying the fact that people just are so dismayed when it happens. <laughs> yes, right. I've been waiting. Like uh, I'm trying to find like a good commander that's just like good for removal. Like, yeah. uh, what if I make a deck that's full of removal? But like, what's the commander for it? I don't quite know what it is. Uh, one day Zergo. I'll find it. Um, <laughs> sure. Um, there's like uh, Uma, Umazawa in the mono black one, the oh. John Wick one. Yeah. Uh, but all the black removal is kind of the same. Yeah. It's the only problem because it's just kill a creature. Mm. I'd like something like that where he's like, you know, whenever a creature dies, you can cast. I've always wanted to build. Graveyard. You're talking about the, the Kamigawa general, yeah. right? Yeah. I've yeah, always yeah. wanted to build him. He has a really interesting yeah. mechanic. Yeah. It's like whenever a creature dies, you can cast an instant from your graveyard. It has mm -hmm. to be an instant. I believe And then you exile it. Yeah. But like. It means that you can just sort of like blast things and murder them out of nowhere. But the problem with black is that the, all the all the instants are the same. Yes, um, that's sort of the boring part. Um, but I'm on the look. Zergo is a Voltron deck with removal. So good. Uh, I was so looking good. for one that like really is like this is the one where it just it's not stacks. It can't be stacks. Kess can do it a bit, but I don't know. And then anyway. you're playing Kess. But then you're playing Kess. Yeah. yeah, I'm looking for something something different. Well. But, uh, Anyway, yeah, you know what? Uh, that was a that was a that was a good uh, random commander for the first time in a while. I know we had two been, good random commanders in garbage. a row, just just pure garbage. <laughs> uh, but these two were were I think we've turned a leaf. Um, thanks for joining us. You guys can find us on Facebook. Uh, just look up EDH Wrecked. We we get back pretty quickly. You can find Brian on Twitter. You can find me on Twitter where I'm usually launching into some blistering tirades against something or just sort of making inappropriate comments on other people's twitters. Uh, Evan has no access, so it's been hilarious. <laughs> and uh, you can, can rate him. <laughs> you can find us on Patreon, where we have our own page there. Uh, feel free to jump in and donate. You can also get added to our Discord if you want to. Just shoot us a message. Uh, other than that, the yeah. Discord. If you if you follow us on social media and see that we don't do a lot, it's because we actually just talk in the Discord. We talk shit on Discord mostly. Uh, that's where most of the conversations are. That's where people ask us a lot of questions. Yeah, uh, it's sort of gone that way. Uh, people ask rules questions. People ask about infinite combos. People ask opinions on the new sets that just came out. Uh, and we just, uh, I'm just not a huge promoter of like. The set came out. I'll make a post. But like everyone's seen it. it they don't yeah. need me to add to it. So if you've got anything know. specifically you want to ask, yeah. then yeah. fine. But like I don't need to be promoting that there was a big magic fest drop of all the sets because <laughs> look, you figured it out yourself, okay? The only they one don't need me. Promoting we are going it. to do a multiple episode coverage of the forty k. Forty k, yeah. Like I mean, an episode. I told per deck. you this is slowly becoming a forty k. <laughs> yeah, hundred yeah, podcast. 
Uh, orcs look really good, by the way. I got my full uh, tw- <laughs> 27 <laughs> bikes. They're going to get nerfed. There's no way they don't. I think they're far too strong. I picked up a Raven Guard army. Uh, I got them Sweet. downstairs. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. up to like three armies? Three armies. I'm the Raven Guard's small. The Raven Guard's small. Dedicated to one is you my are, problem. Yeah. So I could repaint the Raven Guard as White Scars. But anyway, uh, yeah. we digress. Thanks for joining <laughs> us, guys. Uh, this is EDH Wrecked, and we'll see you next time. See you next time.